Yo, Lucky Lefty the Great checking in. Just a little quick disclaimer before we get started. This podcast contains adult themes. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Let's get into it. If you appreciate what I'm building, why don't you tell people about it? This is a word of mouth industry, and I can only go as far as my support system takes me. So remember to like, share, review, comment, share, 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 share. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, man, like, like I said, this is a word of mouth industry, y'all. So the more that you tell people about it, the more I get out there. The more I get out there, the better the content will be, the better the effort will be, the better the quality will be, and the better I will all be. So remember, tell a friend, tell a friend. Let's get to the show. Okay, let's get into it, y'all. So, before I jump into today's topic, I do have an obligation to speak freely. Not only do I have an obligation to do so, it's my platform. So you clearly tune in for my thoughts. So I'm going to get my thoughts right quick. This whole coronavirus pandemic, like this shit's getting out of hand, (laughs) y'all. But over the past week or so, I've learned some about just humans in general. We are the virus, y'all. We are the weak link. We are everything that is wrong with the whole concept of overreaction. Clearly, man, greed and fear is going to be our downfall as a human race because everyone is so quick to just react without thinking logically. Like, why the fuck are people buying up all this toilet paper for a respiratory infection? Well, let's just let's think about that for a second. I haven't seen not one effect or side effect of the coronavirus being um <laughs> uncontrollable diarrhea like but people are buying like toilet paper in bulk for no real reason like your your eating pattern ain't gonna change that much like if y'all running through that much toilet paper then somebody got a problem i mean think about it just in, in terms of this like to buy toilet paper for a respiratory issue that's like wearing a fucking neck brace when you got a broke ankle. Like it, it makes no sense, man. And generally speaking, we as a people are stupid. Like a person person to person, you can talk to a person one on one and for the most part they'll get a level of understanding on what's going on and they'll be able to, you know, move accordingly. But people you speak to a group of people Hysteria is bound to happen. And I don't know any other way to say it. So, even with all that being said, though, I can't get on this podcast and pretend that I believe this is some type of hoax. Um, And when I say a hoax, I mean I'm speaking of the corona in general. Like, because whether it's man-made or not, it's here. It's here. 
me personally, man, I have older people that I care way too much about to even risk it, to risk their health, to risk their safety, anything like that. So I'm asking, quarantine yourselves, man, if you feel like something ain't right. Be respectful of your fellow man and woman. Like I said, if you feel remotely sick, even if you just got fucking allergies, man, just, you know, just let's let's take precautions because some things are bigger than your pride and ego of being like, I'm going to come and go wherever the fuck I please. Like, yeah, you can, but you got to be respectful of people, man. Plain and simple. If one of you motherfuckers, not my granny over trying to buy some toilet paper. A fight don't come with that. I'm shooting you. And that's that on that. Now that I got that out of the way, let's get to the shits, man. So, just a little quick story before I talk about my topic for the day. I was having a conversation about a week and a half ago. Um, and, you know, just kind of being vulnerable, I guess. That might be the best way to put it. And just telling my story, so to speak, as far as, you know, the things I've been through in relationships. Um, good, bad, and ugly. And in those conversations and, and in those thoughts that I was having while I was having the conversation, I was like, man, damn. I done been through some shit, man. Like, And it's, you know, one thing to to be toxic it's something totally different when you kind of look back and be like, damn, it wasn't on me. Like, I've had some toxic ass women in my life and they've done some toxic ass shit. And the things that they done. And, and let me be clear. This ain't me being a victim of nothing. I'm just telling my story. And every story has a part where you are the aggressor. And some you are, you know, you get to be, you know, someone's being aggressive towards you. So I'm just giving my story. So I don't want nobody to think, oh, Lucky's on this podcast bashing women or I know that girl he's talking about in that particular instance. No, it, it, it's been more than one. So, but anyways, um, today I, I do want to speak on like the after effects of, of the toxic behaviors that people kind of put us through. And like anything I discuss on my platform, man, I can only give you guys my perspective on it. So please don't take this and assume that everyone has this logic or that I'm asking you all to feel how I feel. Because at the end of the day, man, we all have our own individual stories on this and things like this. I'm just giving mine. But generally speaking... And you kind of got to go back to go forward. So at the root of it, a good relationship will make you feel secure, happy, cared for, respected, and just free to be yourself. But on the other side of that coin, man, those toxic relationships, the ones that make you feel drained, depleted, and just fucked up. Like, <laughs> they just make you feel fucked up. And you question everything. And you question everything after you've dealt with this person because they've just taken you through the ringer. Bullshit, lies, games, 
um, shame, like all these things. And so you're carrying like all that shit, good or bad, into your future relationships and situations. And if it's bad shit, you carrying bad shit into whatever you got going on new. And that's a recipe for disaster. Now, it's funny because I remember hearing old people say, you know, you can't help who you fall in love with. I'm not sure if that's 100% true. Um, And I say that because just me personally, man, I've had the the gift and the curse of my energy attracting some toxic ass women. And I say it's a gift and a curse because I can't sit here and be like, oh, it was all horrible. Like, for some reason, man, toxic sex is like fucking mind blowing. And even as I just said that statement, it, it, it gave me a thought. I think I figured out why it's so like mind blowing to us because we're being sold a dream. Like the the dream of this person, man, if I just, if I can do this, they'll act right. We have great sex. So maybe, you know, things can change and things can happen and, and they'll act right. And it's like, we get the dream of hoping that one day they'll do right. And so, and that person is praying on that because they know in your heart, and this is for men and women, this ain't just one-sided, for men and women. It's like that that person who is toxic, they know that you're going to stick around and they know that you're holding out hope that things will get right. So they they know what to do and, and more so what to say. They know what to say in those situations. They know how to tell you Oh, baby, we're going to make this thing work and just give me time and I'm sorry and baby, please. And all that old shit that comes with it. And that's why toxic sex is like so mind blowing because it's fucking with your head. Now, even with all that, and I had to get back to my text because I was just going to go on a tangent, but I'm not I'm trying to stay on course. But so I have to even say this, like. Because I don't want nobody to feel like, oh, you know, anyone I've dated, oh, I was toxic. No, I've dated some amazing women. I have dated some amazing women that were good. They were not on any bullshit. I was probably on the bullshit. But I I wanted to say that because I don't want it to be out there that, like, Lucky has only dated toxic women. No, man, I've, I've had the pleasure of encountering some amazing women and I appreciate it because I've taken everything as a lesson so even if the shit didn't work out I learned something from you but that's another topic for another day we on something different today so like I said man so back to like toxic people toxic people will make your life a living hell if you let them and as men as a man rather because I can only speak for me I've let them because, like I said, the toxicity, the amazing sex, it, it, it keeps you around. And 
just really quick, fellas. We gotta stop thinking with our dick so much, man. And it, I, I don't know, ladies too. Like, stop thinking with that box. Like, lust suppresses logic, and when you don't have your logic, you just you fall by the wayside. But even with all that, I do have to ask, like. Can a person who has been in a toxic relationship, can they recover and be fruitful in, in future endeavors? Um, personally, I believe that you can. But that's only if the person who's surviving it is going to make the effort to actually transform it from a negative to a positive. Like, and that, my friends... That takes a lot more than most are willing to give of themselves. Speaking from personal experience, it's just hard, man. Like, people always kind of have these notions like, oh, this shit is easy, just walk away. Man, it's hard as fuck to walk away from somebody that you you feel like you love. It's hard as fuck to walk away from somebody you lust. Like, I mean, that's like anything... Is, is usually easier said than done. So we can't sit here and, and pretend like, oh, it's just so easy to walk away and you just wake up one day and it's like all is changed and you, no, man, it ain't that. Like, every toxic woman I've ever dated was built on drama, sex, and absolutely no trust. I didn't trust as far as I could see them. But when them clothes come off, man, we were so in love. And that actually kind of makes me think of like a situation in particular I was in. So I'm going to give you guys a quick story and I'm going to jump back to what I'm talking about. So when I was younger, um, I was still very young minded. And when I say younger, I'm going to say about like 28, 29, 30 yeah, but I was still very young minded and I had this notion that relationships were supposed to be fucked up and that you grow out of the bullshit together because you guys went through the bullshit together. Man, I was like dead ass wrong. Like and it took me getting older to realize like that is like dead wrong. But in my situations, man, I, I was so deep in that I actually got on one knee. And asked this woman to marry me, even though she showed major signs of toxicity. Like, she brought the absolute worst in me from an anger and and frustration standpoint. Like, yelling, screaming, arguing, breaking shit. Like, shit that I don't do. And if you know me, that's like, nah, dude, don't even raise his voice too much. Like, so, uh, so that's you know that's that's not me um man i was hardly ever if ever happy in the relationship um i can't say i fully knew my worth because i stuck around in this shit and i thought that all i ever had to offer anyone was sex and that was pretty much just because you know that's what was i don't know kind of told to me i guess but on, with all that, she was still like the epitome of playing the victim. Like any and everything that she did, 
it was pretty much due to something that I had done previously. So basically, it was like all my fault that she cheated or anything else she ever did because, you know, that's just what it was. Like some people are just great at blaming anything else, well, blaming anything on someone else. Let me say it like that. And, you know, there was no accountability. And shit, gonna think of it. I did another. Uh, <laughs> I did another woman like that a few years after, like this particular relationship ended. Hmm. I think they know each other too. Oh well, it's a pattern, I guess. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but back to the story. So, man, I was so deep in with this woman that, like, to be real, I was kind of ashamed to even tell people that we were engaged. Not because she was unattractive. Not because of anything crazy. But just because shit was so fucked up. That I knew the sightiest of side eyes were going to be given to me. Not only by family. Like, I have all sisters. So, you know, my sisters, they... You know, people see shit from a mile away. And, and it's like, because we're in it, we don't see it. We'll never see shit when we in it. But if someone else someone else can go through the exact same thing that we go through, and because we're not in it, we look at that situation like, oh, it couldn't be me. But it, it, it is you. Like, you're going through it too. You just, because you're in it, you don't see it for yourself. But, so, my sisters, and I love my sisters, like, um, they would just always kind of be like, bro, something about her, man. Like, they would never just flat out be like, she ain't it. But they'd be like, something something just ain't right. And, of course, like I said, because you're in it, I was like, man, y'all just tripping, man. You know, like, you know, it was just like y'all tripping. And, and even more so, um, I had, like, ended a relationship to be with this woman. And the relationship I ended, like, my sisters were, like, really, really big fans of that woman really big fans of that woman so i was looking at it like man y'all just hating you know y'all y'all over there y'all still cool with her and shit and and y'all not looking at it from my point of view like but you know hindsight so but yeah so it's like i couldn't always tell people that we were engaged because of the the shit that we had been through and i knew that people we're looking at it like, dude, that ain't it. So, once I ended that, I just jumped from relationship to relationship to relationship. And I never really recovered. Like, I, I would take the, the things that triggered previous women... And I would assume that the newer women, not let me say newer women, because that'll make it sound like I'm some type of gigolo and I'm not. But that would take the next situation or relationship that I was in, and it would make that pretty much almost doomed to fail because I'm playing off of someone else's triggers and I'm already I'm acting based off what I think the reaction is gonna be. And so I was just always like really guarded and I would just carry that shit over like it was a 
blatant carryover. I never really got my footing right until I kind of just sat back and took some real time for myself. And when I say real time, I mean like I mean like more than a year where I wasn't dating, wasn't fucking, wasn't talking to nobody. It was just me. And like I said earlier, man, the hardest thing in the world to do is to fix yourself. Like everybody can fix everyone else and we know what they need to do. But when you got to look at your stuff in that mirror and be like, okay, what do I need to do to get my shit together? I'm tired of feeling like this. I'm tired of going through these motions of meaningless relationships. I'm tired of having, having meaningless sex. I'm tired of all this meaningless, these two, three week text relationships where it's just like it's it's nothing and it's just all this shit is just snowballing into a big ass avalanche and so I took that time for myself like I, I really wanted to not only rid myself of, of the toxic things that had happened to me hell I didn't want to be toxic no more because you know things only beget themselves so if I'm around toxic shit hell I'm gonna start doing toxic shit if I'm the the reason for the toxic shit then that's gonna make you know whatever woman I'm dealing with she gonna be like shit I might well be toxic too cause like I said it just it's a it's a domino effect and so Let's fast forward to today, though. Right? Like, I want to kind of get off of that and get into um, how to make the adjustments on that shit and, and the effects that it has. So, fast forward to today. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, from that and, and like other fucked up situationships, and I call them that because we didn't relate to anything of substance. Like that shit made me jaded, and it made me jaded in regards to how I interacted with women in a physical manner. That comes from the fact that sex has been weaponized against me. Like, she do some bullshit. Let's have sex. That wife's a slate clean. I know you know she know what to say and what to do. I do some bullshit. Let's have sex. We can talk about this. We can pillow talk afterwards. Like. She get caught talking to a nigga. Let's have sex. Because he don't mean shit to me. I get caught talking to a bitch. A, a woman. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Talking to a woman. Um, shit. Let's have sex. Like it, it, She don't mean shit to me. It's just something to do. And it's like. That trend get old man. So now. Where I am in 2020. Much older, a little bit wiser, but the effects of those relationships, man, they, to be perfectly honest with y'all, they had me so afraid to give myself to anybody physically like that because so many foundations of relationships that I've been in were built primarily on sex. And that shit takes a toll on not only me, 
but the other party as well. Like, cause I'm sure in a woman mind, she's sitting there wondering, like, damn, he gives me time, he gives me the energy, he he puts in effort, he makes me smile. I can tell he has qualities of a good man. But he ain't trying to have sex with me like that. So then it goes into what's wrong with him? Or better yet, what am I doing wrong? And it's not that a woman's doing something wrong. It's not that I'm doing nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with me. Like I said, it just it goes back to Man, I'm so jaded by the fact that, like, sex has been just, like, used in that way. And, you know, it's been just so, people so frivolous with it. Like, people be frivolous, man, with, with, with their bodies. Like, and, and where I am at this stage of my life, I, I've learned more about this vessel that I have that's my body and I just I've given it away for the wrong reasons way too many times and I, I just don't want to continue on that path of just like I said just mindless fucking man like this shit has been used against me way too much and so I'm scared y'all like I'm just being real I am I'm afraid I am like really afraid of giving myself to someone on that level and the shit like it just crashes and burns and like not to be arrogant but I'm a pretty good lay like I ain't even gonna I ain't gonna hold y'all man like I'm a hype so that even more makes it like bro it can't be that, man. It, it can't be just all sex out of time. And I ain't 24 years old no more, man. Like, I want so much more than that. I want the... I want my woman to be like, man, he makes me smile. He's consistent. He's, you know, attentive. Like, I can be truly vulnerable with him. And the sex is great. I don't want it to be, girl, that dick is the bomb, but I don't trust nothing else. Because I've had that. I've had that way too many times, man. Like, and that shit ain't cool. That shit gets old real fast, man. That shit get old fast. Like, at least for me it does. And maybe that's just a sign of maturity on my end to be like, you know, I don't I don't want it to be that way anymore. I want it to be of substance. I legit want vulnerability and not just with my clothes off. I crave that. I need that. Like I want to be the best version of me possible. And that's what I need. I, I need someone that I can truly talk to truly be myself with and not have to worry about only being able to say how I feel after we done argued and done fucked and that we lay in the bed naked 
reflecting and halfway crying because we both done fucked up. And that's how we got is just those thoughts. I'm done with that shit, man. Like, just as a man, I am 1,000% done with that shit. And so, as I was just saying, man, like, if sex is the only time that you and your man are vulnerable, then you don't know what vulnerability truly is. Like I said, I've been through the hurt of rejection, the pain of feeling unwanted, unloved, undesirable. I think we all have at some point. But if we're being honest with ourselves, and I can tell you that firsthand that covering up this pain and pretending to be something else, it don't make that shit go away, man. For me, it was best that I had to learn how to deal with my vulnerability, face it and understand it, and actually learn how to live with this shit. Like, this is the path to trust. And without trust, human relationships are going to end 100 times out of 100. Like, they're going to always fail because you ain't got nothing to stand on. Have something to stand on, man. Be a man or a woman with morals and principles. If you're toxic and you know you're toxic, you can't change. If you're toxic and don't know you're toxic, kind of just go over a little checklist. Like I said, if you always feel like people are the reason that you do shit you do, you might be toxic. If you feel like you have to always win in a relationship, you're toxic. Like, it's a whole lot more, but those things are just, like, off the top of my head. And and you can just think along the lines of, of other things with those premises, man. But we got to do better. It is 2020. Like, it's a fresh new decade. It's a lot of shit going on already. Like, it's early March. Well, I guess it's mid-March now, but it's mid-March it's a lot of shit going on in the world, but it's still very, very new. Still very, very fresh. We're still in the first quarter of a new, of a hell of a new year of a new decade. So it's plenty of time, man. Do better. Men, do better. Women, do better. Not only for the relationship, but for yourselves. That's all I got. Um, I'm going to close it out like this, though, y'all. Embrace all of life, man. Good and bad. Like you gotta embrace it all. Because it makes you who you are. And as crazy as it sounds, getting up from rock bottom to created more success than privilege ever has. I'm Lucky Lefty. This is another episode of Intellectual Savagery. Peace. <laughs>